Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest, but first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. One of the most valuable skills is learning how to sell. And I don't mean sales in the context of manipulation or any of those sleazy sales techniques. I'm talking about the old-fashioned art of bringing value to customers. I'd like you to attend How to Win Funds and Influence People. This is hosted by Russell Gray from the Real Estate Guys Radio Show. Coming up on June 28th and 29th in Dallas, Texas, this is a must-attend event. If you've not attended before, you definitely want to make it there. For more information, go to realestateguysradio.com slash events. That's realestateguysradio.com slash events. We are back here on the weekend edition. We interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. We've got a great guest today, all the way from San Francisco, California. Welcome to the show, Devin Redmond. Hello. Thanks for having me. So Devin, you are in a couple of different segments, but one of the things that I thought would be really interesting to showcase for our listeners is one of the startup companies that you're involved with. There's a technology component to this. And often real estate investors struggle to not only manage their properties, but also manage their portfolio. So why don't you give us a little bit of your backstory, how you got into this particular segment? We'll take it from there. Yes, yeah, sounds good. I run customer success for a free uh, software platform for rental property owners. It's called Stessa. I've been there about a year now. The company was started a couple years ago. A big part of my job is talking to, to rental property owners, but especially in the beginning, uh, a lot of times sitting down with people, understanding what their process is, what their spreadsheets look like, uh, whether they have property management or not, and how they keep a handle on things, especially while their portfolios are growing. And then, you know, a big part of my job is translating all that feedback into um, recommendations to our product and design team who then go and, and build the right features. Our current platform consists mostly of, there's a, a big income and expense tracking component. So if you're familiar with like Mint or personal capital, how you can connect in your bank accounts. We also have integrations with Appfolio on the property management side. And so the idea there is you can get all your data, you can see it in one place. And then um, we also have dashboards built in that give you a good idea as to how you're actually doing. We found that that's something a lot of property managers kind of miss, the, the bigger picture, right? Um, how's your investment performing uh, in terms of asset management at that kind of 10,000 foot level? One of the things an awful lot of investors struggle with is knowing when to use property management software, when to use accounting software like QuickBooks. QuickBooks, of course, has the limitation that while it's great at what it does, can really only give you the, the information for one entity at a time. So it's very difficult to get the big picture. And in many cases, even with property management software, it's often difficult to get the big picture. Maybe talk a little bit more about getting the portfolio view. Yeah, that's absolutely true. With Stessa, everything's organized by portfolio. So you can set up as many separate portfolios as you want. So you can align those with your LLC entity structure. You can align them with who you're investing with, whether it's a spouse or partners. And uh, you get a separate dashboard for each one of those portfolios. You can also quickly uh, drag and drop properties between portfolios to rearrange things. When you sell a property, you can set up a portfolio for sold properties, move it into there, get it out of your other dashboards, but you still have all your data there. And then uh, you can also see an all properties dashboard that rolls everything up in one place. Uh, we give you key metrics like you know, your projected income, your cash flow, 
And then we've also got a separate reporting section where you can slice and dice things differently. That helps you prepare for tax time. There's some exports you can do kind of straight to your CPA, which we found that people really value. And then you can also uh, share and invite partners on a portfolio basis. So let's say you're investing with three different partners on one deal. You can, show, you can share your dashboard and the transactions with them at the portfolio level, and then they can't see what's going on in your personal portfolio. That sounds very valuable because it reflects the reality that most investors deal with. The fact that many portfolios are not always the same partners. And, you know, this property A might have three partners, property four might have five partners, another one you may own outright yourself. The reality is the ownership structure varies quite widely in a lot of portfolios. Right. And this is something we can do because we're purpose-built for real estate. We're not trying to be QuickBooks. We're not trying to be this you know, huge accounting solution that works for everyone. We're really trying to make it work right out of the box for real estate and be responsive to real estate, to rental property owners' specific needs. I love it. I love it. What are some of the other key features? Things we're working on, we spent a lot of time uh, just because it was tax season the past three months working on export for, for taxes. So um, there's a nice little wizard in there that'll go in and take inventory of your transactions to date based on the last calendar year, tell you where things might be missing, uh, where it looks like there's gaps in your income or your expenses, and kind of walk you through cleaning that up and finding the data. And then that'll generate an automatic email with links to your key reports. That email you can then forward to your CPA. So that's something we spent a lot of time on the last, just the last few months. Something else we're working on right now is uh, secure document storage. So we're kind of six weeks out on uh, launching a feature that'll let you upload your leases, upload uh, your loan docs, closing statements, uh, you know, and that's all, all feeds into this idea of seeing everything in one place. Um, so those are some of the other kind of key things we're working on right now. One of the things that we often see in a portfolio is that rental terms vary quite widely. You may have one property that is renting month to month. You may have another property that's 12-month leases. How do you handle that? Is that taken into consideration? Uh, it is. So on the dashboard page for each property where you enter, you can enter your budget and pro forma numbers, there's also a rent roll. So you can key in your rent roll. Um, you know, you'll need to come back as things change and, and update that over time. And then that rent roll feeds your budget projected top line revenue number. And so you can, you can add as many units as you, as you have in the building. Uh, you can put your tenant names in there. So that's helpful for kind of keeping track of things. And it's great for reference. And then in the long run, we're going to build out a more um, detailed tenant ledger that'll also track rent payment status by unit. That's something that you know I've heard from a lot of property owners is frustrating. Property managers don't always do a great job of keeping up. Tenants habitually pay late. You know The property manager doesn't always have enough incentive to change that. And so um, we do want to give more visibility and insight into what's happening on a unit by unit basis. So that's something else we're working towards. One of the realities for many landlords is the notion that some rents are subsidized, whether it's from a charity, whether it's Section 8, uh, where there might be a copay component, part of it paid by the subsidy, part paid by the tenant. Is that all handled in your system? 
Yeah, so all of that would be handled on the transaction page where you track you know, actual results as they happen. And we've got a full lineup of real estate categories that map to, for US investors, most of them are filing Schedule E for taxes. And so our categories uh, reflect that. And under income, there's regular rent. You can even call out the, se- the Section 8 rents separately if you want to track them that way. Uh, and so all those categories break down all the different buckets you'd want to drop income and expenses into. And if you don't want to go super detailed, you can also just use the top level category. And we find that some people, you know, the detail trips them up and they don't want to spend that much time getting into the weeds. And so they just use the top level categories and that's fine. The IRS is fine with that. One of the biggest complaints I often hear when someone's evaluating a new piece of software is that the cost to switch is too high to be worth the benefit. Uh, is there a scenario where you could see your software being used in conjunction with existing software without actually requiring a migration? Yes. I mean, we're a free platform right now, so we intend to stay that way for our core features. So there's no monetary cost in terms of switching. I totally understand that there is a significant cost in terms of time and committing to a new system and getting all set up. Um, so that's something you know, me and my team try to make as easy as possible for new users. But it's, it's absolutely something that I also say if you're, you know, if you're all set up on QuickBooks and like it's kind of working for you and maybe it lacks a few, a few things that you're hoping Stessa can do, you know, just run them in parallel for a couple months. That's the best way to compare whether it's, it's really the right place for you to be. You know, and some people with really large portfolios, like you, can, you kind of graduate out of Stessa's features and, um, and then you probably need an enterprise level type software where you are going to be paying a, a grand or two a month. And that's fine. And we're, you know, we're happy to work with people when that starts to happen. That's good news. That means your portfolio is growing. Of course, of course. Well, I like to showcase startups for a couple of reasons. Number one, there's usually innovation involved. It's usually solving a problem that isn't well solved in the marketplace. And of course, we have not used Stessa in our portfolio, so we're not in a position to endorse or recommend that application or any other for that matter, but really wanted to bring some visibility to it because as always, when there's something new, you want to take a look at it and see if there's something there that could potentially be of benefit in terms of managing your investment world. So definitely wanted to bring some visibility to that. If folks want to get in touch, what's the best way? Find us online, stessa.com. It's S-T-E-S-S-A. And uh, on our main page there, you can kind of see all the key features and it takes about five minutes to set up a, an account and get a feel for it. Uh, and then I've also started writing uh, blog posts for Bigger Pockets on some of the issues that I encounter talking with rental property owners every day. And so you can, you can find my, uh, my articles on Bigger Pockets now. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Devin, thank you for sharing this with us. And for the listeners at home, definitely check out Stessa at stessa.com. That's S-T-E-S-S-A.com. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.